Hey love, how you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. Today, I want to continue our discussion on shedding light on peace from the perspective of not just with yourselves, but with others. I believe that this is one of the most complex and often misunderstood perspectives of peace that I have seen in my adulthood. Why? Because, well, we tend to expect all things in the world or in our sphere of influence to be aligned before peace can be experienced by ourselves or others. It's almost like all the stars need to be aligned before I can experience peace. And I have concluded in my very few seconds on earth, and yes, I said seconds, because compared to the time between the beginning, the ending, and eternity, my few years here are simply just seconds. But nonetheless, my few seconds, I have concluded that peace is not an emotion, but a state of mind, and it is not to be kept but to be made. (laughs) Now, I know I just lost a few of you because that sounded like work. But ultimately, there are many angles to broach this massive subject. So for the sake of time, I'm going to start with my conclusion and make the distinction between making peace and keeping peace. And the reason I say this is because we spend a lot of time being peacekeepers. So today, I want to challenge myself and you on what is the difference between being a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. Is there a place in peace where compromising negates the simplicity of it? Does peace mean I'm supposed to keep quiet with the truth? Does peace mean that I'm supposed to hold my tongue in every instance? Does it mean I agree to foolishness for the sake of preventing contention? Now, before sounding too deep or abstract, let me begin with myself. When I was growing up, I have to admit I was a keeper of peace. It was always my goal to minimize conflict of any kind, no matter the cost. And as a result, I pretty much was a quiet kid. My opinions and thoughts were often not shared with anyone except all my stuffed animals. (laughs) Being raised by my grandparents, I watched my aunts and uncles go through their growing pains in so many ways, to say the least. So I decided that my role was to stay out of the way and try to make things better. So even at the age of like, I don't know, man, eight or nine, I was cooking and cleaning and staying out of trouble, making good grades. I can count the times I actually got a whipping. I literally did my best to be invisible. I just wanted to keep peace. 
I rarely shared my thoughts about anything. So I either read a book or an encyclopedia in the corner. You remember the green and beige ones? <laughs> or I watched whatever they wanted to watch on TV because we only had one for a very for many, many years. That alone made me an old soul. I mean, watching Price is Right, Young and the Restless, Dynasty, Bonanza, Hee Haw, <laughs> Perry Mason, St. Elsewhere, and the list goes on. I mean, I was so focused on keeping peace that I almost lost my voice. I would hide my voice in songs that I listened to on my Walkman or in the stories that I read in the books or in poetry that I was just venturing to start to write. Until one day, my Aunt Nettie saw that I had a voice that needed to be heard. And even then, she saw that I had wisdom. See, there was a shift in that moment in my spirit. And I realized this was my time to come out of hiding just to keep peace. And so even now, as a social worker, when there is a need to advocate for a dialysis patient or there's a need to stand up for one of my coworkers for what I know is ethically right, I am willing to step out of my comfort zone of being a peacekeeper and face the moment as a peacemaker. So I do want to take this little sliver of time just to say thank you, Aunt Nettie, for helping me find my voice. Because now I wake up every day looking for ways to make peace. And after the break, let's talk about the distinction a little bit more. All right, now welcome back. Let's continue with our discussion of peacemaking and peacekeeping. So let me start with this. A peacekeeper has a responsibility to keep external peace, while a peacemaker is primarily concerned with internal peace, which means it's more about, am I at peace within myself based on what's going on around me? And if there is something disturbing me in my soul, then it is imperative that I shift from being a peacekeeper to a peacemaker. See, peacekeepers, they are demonstrated all over the globe. They are stationed across the world seeking to provide an environment that fosters the absence of conflict. It is the very, it is very easy really to spot a peacekeeper. <laughs> they are the ones who change the subject and invoke the no talk rule every time someone begins to adjust, address matters that might be upsetting or could stir up contention. They are more concerned about maintaining the absence of conflict than they are about speaking the truth into difficult subjects. Oh, you know the ones. Every time you try to say, hey, that ain't right, there's some there's someone there going to say, now you know you just don't need to say nothing. Or when a bully comes in the room and tries to overtalk everybody, they're the ones that say, oh, just let them talk. You know how they are. That's a peacekeeper. They ignore. They overlook. They cover up just to keep peace. 
And the reason I can explain this so well, because like I said before the break, I was a peacekeeper. Even today, I have to catch myself and decide to use wisdom on, is this a time to keep peace or to make peace? Because see, peacekeepers are not bad people. I'm not saying that they're weak people. Absolutely, that's far from what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that when you're operating in either one, you should want to walk in the authority that has been given to us by the divine, that we have been given. Then we may need to tap into our responsibility as a peacekeeper or a peacemaker. A peacemaker, they're the ones that Bring light where there is darkness. Speaking truth where lies tend to thrive. Bring reality and honesty where we see hypocrisy. They bring, being a peacemaker, man, it takes courage. It takes strength. A peacemaker finds it frustrating when someone's trying to control them or dominate them. And the best way I can explain it is a peacekeeper is a thermometer. It adjusts to whatever is going on around them. If things are hot, it's hot. If things are cold, it's cold. It goes with the flow. It never ruffles any feathers. And sometimes there's a need for that. But a thermostat sets the tone in the room, shifts the environment. It is willing to speak and bring peace and love and mercy into a room, into a conversation filled with judgments and bitterness and unforgiveness. I know you can think of a time when you walk in a room and you cut the tension with a knife. The next time that happens, don't hide in the shadows, but shift the atmosphere with your indwelling joy, your authenticity, your light. Now, I don't think about this really hard. Really don't. I don't need you to do that. You can just do a quick assessment of the room and the one who seems the most upset or the most victimized at the moment, walk over to them and strike up a conversation about how they're really doing and then invite people into the conversation and sometimes also invite truth and clarity, even with a little laughter. That is what I live for each and every day. And that is how I've learned to be a peacemaker. To me, that is how we can have peace with each other. When we both acknowledge truth, love, mercy, respect, and consideration. It is willing to agree to disagree. And it does not mean that you are rude or condescending, dismissive, intimidating, and minimizing another human being. On the opposite, a peacemaker lifts those that feel ignored. A peacemaker brings light into dark places of one's soul by just giving them an encouraging word. Even if it's just simply, it's going to be all right. See, I remember vividly. In graduate school, when I began to encounter more women, or let me say, discover the true authenticity of women. I was in grad school, and I had this amazing professor, Dr. C. She was re revered at our school. Like, do you realize we had to drive to her house for class an hour away from our school? Is that not ridiculous? But we did it. We met every Tuesday from 6.15 to 9.30. OMG, I used to be so exhausted. Yet I found her class so exhilarating. 
and we discussed family dynamics and systems theory. But what I remember most is as we sat around her dining room table, she exuded this confidence that one particular day we were discussing the definition of dysfunctional families, and she wanted us to write an essay. And I was thinking to myself, man, I could write a book on this topic just using my own family. But then she stumped me because she required that we not base it on our own families, but we had to watch a movie and do a complete assessment outside of our own ethnicity. So I chose the Joy Luck Club, still one of my favorite movies today. And even though I am not from Asian descent, I was still able to clearly see myself in so many of the characters. And one common thing was the tenacity the women had to break from the mold of being peacekeepers and deciding to be peacemakers, not only for their sake, but for generations that would come after them. And I recall specifically the words shared from a mother to their daughter, who they truly just never could seem to get understanding between themselves. And the story goes like this. The mother says, the mother tells a story of an old woman who remembered a swan she had bought many years ago in Shanghai. And the market vendor said this bird was once a duck that stretched its neck in hopes of becoming a goose. And now look, it's too beautiful to eat. Then the woman and the swan sailed across an ocean many thousands wide, stretching their necks toward America. On her journey, she cooed to the swan. In America, I will have a daughter just like me. But over there, nobody will say her worth is measured by the loudness of her husband's belch. Over there, nobody will look down on her because I will speak to her only perfect American English. And over there, she will always be too full to swallow any sorrow. She will know my meaning because I will give her the swan, a creature that became more than what was hoped for. But when she arrived in the new country, the immigration officials pulled the swan away from her, leaving the woman fluttering in her arms and with only one swan feather for a memory. For a long time ago, the woman had wanted to give her daughter the single swan feather and tell her, this feather may look worthless, but it comes from afar and carries with it all of my good intentions. See, this mother to me showed the epitome of a peacemaker because she decided to make what did not exist in her current situation not just for herself, but for her daughter as well. See, as a peacemaker, I encourage you to embrace diversity because even in that, you will find the tapestry of humanity, the threads that hold us all together, like we're all made up of the same number of bones. We all need the blood to flow through our veins. We all need a heart to beat with a rhythm that is being a peacemaker. Yes, this mother was talking about a swan feather that had stretched its neck in hope. Well, think about it. All of us 
are stretching ourselves to such degrees so that we can experience hope, not only for ourselves, but for those who will come after us. We have such a desire to create a world where they can experience the peace, not only from without, but from within. So come on now. You know you're ready to be a peacemaker. You know you're ready to share some light, to share some truth. And all I ask from you is seek wisdom so that you can now win, so that you can know when to speak. Keep in mind, you can only release what's in you. So before you venture to speaking, check your inner thermostat. Check your inner peace. This week, consider if you are a peacekeeper or a peacemaker. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wednesday, Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, turn that light on and keep shining. Mm -hmm.